0: track, the drag strip, the desert challenge. K&N Filtration is found wherever there's racing. It teaches us what works. Every mile of lessons go into every K&N filter, so every filter can go to the finish. Until May 31st, special discounts on K&N Air, Oil, and Cabin Filters. Available at participating resellers and on knfilters.com. The Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Buret, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, reviews, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Uh, what was your name again? Hi, Sorry. my name's Don O'Neill. Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Just on the last few weeks. <laughs> hey, don't get on a don't get on a soapbox so early in the show here, my friend. You could Hi, have Don. totally you could have totally done the show without me. Not
0: really, because my computer's a piece of shit, and we all know that. And it died. And everything else, I got to race. I got all excited. I peed all over myself and went racing instead. Kind of like you.
1: All right. Well, and you were on means- tour. You were on tour. I was on tour. All right. Before Sign we get an into autographs. all that. signing it on. It was
0: pretty bad when you got to text your co-host once a week and say, Hey, you still alive? You're you still signing autographs? And then you get a response like two and a half, three days later. Yes. So I'm assuming he's uh, still signing autographs. And here we are what almost a month uh, later and i mean does your yeah. do you have carpal tunnel or how did you have to like switch to your I, I, left hand to start doing your autographs or is i mean how many sharpies did you go through is what i want to know
1: Here, this guy's got jokes thanks for tuning into this week's <laughs> episode of racers and rental cars folks yes we have been gone for a couple weeks and we are going to cram two weeks worth of whatever, into about a 45-minute show this week. So thank you for tuning in. We appreciate K&N, NGK, all our partners hanging in there with us. Is It is the peak of racing season. We are all going a 1,000 miles an hour, uh, traveling the country, trying to get it done, testing, rebuilding cars, and, and so forth. But make sure that you give our partners, NGK and k and a stop by. Give them a shout-out, social media, and let them know, that you appreciate the, what they do for our show. That being said, Cam, dude, it has been a crazy two weeks. There has been so much going on in the motorsports world. You got the race. I got the race. Well, let's say this. I got to go to racetracks and show up with a race car. I am um, i literally had uh, weekends where I could have been the poster child for MSD's uh, multi-step retard box. I mm. could totally do that i yeah. saw it was i saw was it double O shit show just posted something yes they did that. they did they they did and i was making jokes about it over a, a couple of beverages one night at the racetrack so it must have must have made it out out there some way somehow nice. so well, before
0: before we uh before we end up in learning about all of your craziness didn't wasn't there was this really cool race that went on in heartland park topeka
1: There really was, there really was, there really was. And the comments about it and the feedback were awesome. Uh, It was nice to uh, actually get to uh, chat with Travis uh, about, you know, because we rolled in the gates on Tuesday after all of the people rolled out on Sunday. And so uh, it was good. Uh, I think he sent in a a recap to you, but I want to just tell you that the feedback that I saw on, on social media, for how they grew how they made changes on the fly to try to accommodate people Um, hopefully that event will grow it's pretty cool to be racers rental cars uh, sponsor uh, for heartland park topeka big money race and so uh, hopefully uh, you know it was nice i got some texts i don't know if you did but i got a couple text messages from racers that were there that thought it was cool that we were a sponsor uh so uh you know hey man we're
0: worldwide okay we are worldwide now. We need to sponsor something in Australia. So, hey Phil, if you're listening, let us know what we can do down there. We got eight bucks. Yeah. Let us know what we can yeah.
1: do. <laughs> but can yeah, can we can we, spon- <laughs> can we sponsor beer beer shots for eight dollars?
0: <laughs> and don't you say sponsor Foster's because he'll get mad at you. I, I I will will sponsor some some meat pies because those are damn good. So, yeah.
1: Phil, uh, well, I thought everybody uh, I thought everybody in Australia drank Foster's beer no dude that's oh yeah oh, my, that's bad. my bad yeah
0: but my yeah bad. no hey. big congrats though to you know the the winners of that what do we have uh todd piper on friday scott cook saturday and todd knight on sunday um yeah that's that's pretty huge and you know it's anytime there's big money on the line it's really cool to you know come home victorious so major congrats to them so
1: No, I mean, it is. I mean, again, you know, that's kind of, that's definitely out of the box, uh, for that area for, for heartland park to put on a big money bracket race. And and like, you know, like we talk about when it comes to talking to sponsors and reaching out to people, you got to get out of your comfort zone to find success and grow. And Travis and his team are, are definitely doing that in the bracket racing, giving the Midwest, um, another place, if you will, another location, for travels here and there to uh to be able to compete and and they had a good turnout. I mean for the first time event for you know just a, a track that's never done it they had a good turnout and I hope that it continues to grow. So kudos to those guys.
0: Absolutely absolutely and well I well I mean do you want to talk about your stuff first because I just thought of something right now that I gotta bring up too that I thought I don't know if it actually was with all divisions, but did you hear the news that division seven increase the divisional purse as of yesterday. So to win as of yesterday. Yeah. So to win a, as of yesterday, the day before, um, but to win a like super comps, super stock, super guy, ga- you know, the sportsman categories, it's, two right? thousand. it's now $2,000 to win and 700 to runner up. And they start paying it third round and third round went from 50 bucks to a hundred, but they increased the, the entry fee from 170 to 200, which, whatever, that's I'm okay with that. So, I thought that was pretty cool. It's the first time they've increased the purses in Division Seven in like 30 years, I guess. So, pretty cool. Um, once we get back to super comp racing, um, that would be pretty awesome. So,
1: yeah, you know, I don't that's tip um, of the hat, tip of the cap. No, okay, okay, wait a minute, hold on real quick. Cause what was the math to the increase on the entry hold fee?
0: On, let me. Keep talking. I'll pull it up. Let me see if I can find it.
1: Because that's interesting. Division five is doing a bonus program where you get to pay 30 bucks uh, when you enter. And if you choose to pay the 30 bucks, your name goes on a list and the winner gets 60% of the buy in. The runner up gets 30%. And then the division, uh, I believe, or the racetrack, how that they have a split on that. They get the other divisional of the 10%. Uh, but you have to choose. You don't have to. You can continue with, you know, the standard entry fee and run for that standard purse that they've always had, or you could be part of the bonus program. And I thought that was really cool. That, that way yeah. it doesn't lock, doesn't lock everybody into spending money that, you know, if you want to come, you're here and you want to throw in 30 bucks, you throw in 30 bucks. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. So, well, I, well, so what did Mike here, Rice and those guys do?
0: The, according to their post, it says update to purse and entry fee for the remainder of 21 and beyond, the largest overall purse increase for the Lucas soil Drag Racing Series in Division Seven history is here. Beginning with the upcoming doubleheader in Phoenix, basically every paying position has increased. With the winner' purse of two thousand dollars topping the list, up from twelve hundred. The new entry fee for the divisionals will be two hundred from up from one seventy. So, according yeah. to the yeah. pic, the picture they posted, Super Stock, Super Comp, Super Street. Top sportsman comp, uh, top dragster, sportsman motorcycle, super gas, and stock will all win $2,000 to win 700 to runner up, sixth round 400, fifth round 300, fourth round 200, third round 100, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. But what's funny is, what is it? It's 1800 bucks to win a national event still. Yes. So you win more money in a divisional. Do you think they're doing that for a reason?
1: I hope that they will start to, ra- I hope that they will start to climb on that. I hope that th- I, I hope- mean, I hope so too,
0: but I'm just wondering if they're trying to entice people to go to divisionals more so now than, you know, cause let's face it here on the West coast, like racing's kind of like, yeah, yeah no, at the moment. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. a big kudos to Mike Rice and, and the peeps over there division 7. So, I think that's really cool. Regardless of how you feel about division races or anything like that, um a big thank you to it doesn't say who did that. I don't know if it was NHRA, Lucas Oil or what. Um but whoever decided to make that happen, thank you. We appreciate it. So. Yeah,
1: no. And it kind of it's kind of
0: cool too because you what I kind of think is pretty cool about it is you know how like we if we get into these conversations about oh, the, you know, you win a million dollar, you know, all these bracket races or whatever, but you don't because of all the splits and all the BS that goes on right. behind the scenes. But as a divisional, you can't really split the money because it comes later, generally. It comes like a week <laughs> later. So like, it's a bigger deal if you go to the final. And I mean, you're either going to win 700 or 2,000. I mean, that's it's a little bit more money we're talking there. I mean, makes it a little more worth your while to go for the W. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh it's just, I'm not uh, saying that year. splitting is a bad thing. Ladies and gentlemen, don't, no, don't get me all no. twisted, but I just think it's kind of cool. It's a little different. People actually are going to race for their money and they're going to get what is posted. Not
1: well. And the other thing is to hopefully right in the guy, we could have another conversation about this and I'm sure it would make Tyler cross. No happy to hear him is talking about PDRA and NHRA and some division splits that seem to be going on, but we have to, it would not hurt my feelings if NHRA at the divisional level started pushing forward and growing and increasing the purses at the divisional level to over the national side, because it's, I mean, it's not a shocking statement, right? This is not like earth shattering, breaking news, but PDRA eighth mile is getting way more top sportsmen and top dragster cars as they travel the country for their venues than we're getting at NHRA events. And I mean, obviously it's eighth mile. obviously they're paying more and it's typically a two-day show and you're traveling on Sunday, you're going home. Um, so there's some there are definitely some characteristics that are going on with what their format is that s- others probably didn't think would take off, right? I oh, no, not right. know. Our race, our, 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 that won't get support, right? Well, it's getting support, and it's getting it in overwhelming droves. Uh, so we've got to, you know, hey, we, you know, there's plenty of ways to make chocolate. And yeah. right, right now, the way we're making our chocolate, you know, is not not necessarily the right way. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, making here's, chocolate. A,
0: here's a hypothetical question. What if they were to, I'm not saying I've ever heard this anywhere, but I just was thinking about this while you were talking. What if, because we all know it's everybody cry. They want to race a national, but they cry when they go to a national. Oh, we don't get you runs, blah, blah, blah. We got bumped because of the pros, this and that. What if they were to one day take them, purse money from the nationals and they turn the big show into more of like a friday night saturday night professional show right and take out the sportsman cars and take that purse money and put it into the divisionals and then you would you were going to win like five grand if you won a divisional and they you know just added it to what they had i wonder how people would feel about that or is it the stigma of oh i'm racing when john force is racing it's more important than going
1: to we've had these conversations for i, I mean <laughs> essentially that's what we're doing with sports nationals right it just it, yes. it's got a little bit more yeah so
0: i am wondering like, if like yeah. if they're starting I mean, to think in these terms as you know as we all know that's a fluid situation with you know the way the world we live in right now i'm wondering if they're just kind of like thinking about that kind of stuff right
1: here. Never know. How about we just, how about we stop thinking about it and we just shove it. Here's the way it gets shoved. NASCAR and their TV contract package is like under this negotiation right now because of NBC SN going away at the end of 2022. The conversation is turned to a streaming package for NASCAR for a time frame, If, If NASCAR can pull off a streaming package for for three hours to get people to pay, then there is no reason, no reason at all that we cannot do that in NHRA with just a simplistic format of Factory Stock Showdown, Pro Mod, Pro Stock, Top Fuel and Funny Car and put on a show. If we, if not Pro Mod for certain events, then bring in Top Sportsman and Top Dragster. If not Pro Mod, Top Sportsman, Top Dragster, bring in some growing alcohol classes and put that show in in a three hour time frame to where we then level the pro side back towards Major League Baseball, NFL football, basketball game, a hockey game, and NASCAR, where we're, we're only captivating individuals for 180 minutes and we're sending them on their way and we go about our business. And that will give the opportunities to grow in the ranks. There's so much to discussion right now about the alcohol ranks and we don't have a big enough springboard to the pros, Uh, pro mod, pro stock, you know, top dragster, top sportsman guys are not stepping up. They're not moving up. Well, it's financially, it doesn't make sense to move up. Oh, heck no, you probably make more money. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, there's some challenges there that we, I mean, just think about it from this standpoint, our creativity for branding and putting drivers and making them the faces then at that point on a streaming surface becomes very, successful because then you can cross promote across the nascar streaming service or or whomever it may be uh to give them more brand credibility brand identity for their sponsors and our sport so i there's plenty of ideas about it and i'm i'm all ears but i also got ideas of the way that things should probably go i just hope there's other people that are thinking about something because in 2022 nascar is going to change the way content is consumed motocross has already done it you can look at monster jam with with the way they're doing it flow racing uh you know speed sport these streaming services for dirt track and and so forth the events are changing and when NASCAR comes into the streaming business with whatever platform that they decide to go with or even best yet their own platform it will change the landscape of motorsports so if you're not thinking about it you better have a plan by the time 2023 rolls around because it's it's going to be on
0: that's a very interesting uh perspective and i actually didn't i didn't know this i didn't hear about the streaming thing so that's hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting the next couple of years. And I do know that there's a lot of talk in the, in the pro ranks world um, that a lot of people, you know, we all know that the car counts are pretty low sometimes. Like there was only 12 cars in Sonoma last week and there's only 13, I think at Pomona this week that, you know, and a lot of them were single car teams, you know, from out here on the West. So the touring pro And top fuel didn't really look too good. And there was a lot of uh, talk about how people in that world think that NHRA needs to kind of help try to bring some of these teams, maybe not pay them extra or anything like that, but maybe just try to help them find some sponsorship instead of trying to maybe take the sponsorship to, you know, for the sanctioning body level, which That's a conversation for another day, but I'm just saying like, there's a lot of grumbling about that. And there's also, I had like three different people were telling me over the weekend, they're like, man, did you know, uh, you obviously know about the new car that we're supposed to have next year and this and that, like all these SFI updates. They're like, those updates are like $20,000. So you got a single car team have to go invest $20,000 to their chassis in order to even make it legal to run, which, I'm all for safety, don't get me wrong, but it's gonna be a big deal for the these lower budgeted teams. Cause like one of the guys I was talking to, they're like, look at all these people standing right here. Every single one of them how, next year, they probably race three, four times a year. They gotta invest 20 grand into their car in order to make it even legit. So it's it's uh there's a lot to think about, and and it's a it's a big global. Thing that needs to be thought about there's this i don't think this is something that's going to be fixed overnight it's it'll be interesting to see how drag racing as a whole not just the pro side works out man what is my neighbor doing sorry if you guys can hear that i don't know what's happening over there they've decided to cut a tree down right next to the wall it sounds like
1: yeah no good no good at all <laughs> so anyway no no good well you know the other thing the other thing that I want to bring up and it came up yesterday and I started reading about it and I'm very interested in it and it's very intriguing to me is what if
0: Oh, I'm sorry. If- I know what it is. Sorry everyone. Yes. My neighbor across the street, aka my parents, <laughs> the city's ripping out a huge tree. I just looked out the window. So, you guys are going to have to deal with uh, tree shredder here for a little bit so
1: sorry uh we'll carry on we'll try, to get, on. That over, we'll try <laughs> to get it over with quickly um but no how about some uh how about some driver organization do tell so right now obviously nascar is doing their car of tomorrow uh the next gen i'm sorry not car of tomorrow mm-hmm. the next gen car to make life easier Right. Supposed to make racing at the, the highest level of motorsports much more affordable. I say that mm. in cheek. And so uh, the conversation came up about whether or not drivers should be able to organize in a union format like the rest of professional sports. And there's a couple of drivers out there that are saying, yeah, we need some protection from the sanctioning body and how they are using us to make money. And that, that kind of, uh, that kind of got some wheels spin in there. Um, I know we've have in the NHRA side, we have, you know, pro and, and some of the other. Yeah. But that's teams. not really driver. Nope. That's team owners. Yeah. And
0: if I, that's... if I'm speaking as a driver, absolutely. I think that's a great idea.
1: So, You know, but then you gotta start worrying about antitrust and legal and lawsuits and contracting and so forth. And but I also think that some of that is a good thing in some way, shape, or form, as long as it's taken in in good stride for the betterment of the sport and the environment, the growth of the sport, the safety of the drivers, the safety of the team owners, things of that nature I think have to be addressed. Uh, because right now, it feels like, it may not be true, but man, it really feels like we're on a cruise liner out in the middle of the ocean. We had six engines, we've lost three, and, and we're running out of food before we're going to have to start eating each other. <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Yeah, no, that, I mean, we talk about that a lot. There's There's a lot of things that can potentially go on here within the next couple of years will be very interesting to see if I'm sure it'll survive in some capacity, but there's a lot that needs to be looked at. And it's really hard too, because, you know, me being a guy that's trying to do it and you know on the level, I mean, yes, I do it, but the level that I want to race at full time, right? Most people that you speak to or, have conversation about a lot of this stuff. They really don't understand. So it's really hard to explain it because they like, even the general fan and I'm not, I'm not down or playing or discrediting the general fan, but a lot of them that sit in the stands and we entertain them and all that, they just, they don't understand the inner workings. They just want to see the people who blast down the track, you know, cause I get, asked all the time anytime i go to a race i get at least 10 people come up to me well how come you out aren't out here full time what's going on well and it's i'm trying so it's like well can't you just get a car like can't you just drive dell's car all the time i mean yeah i would love to it'd be great so with dell i mean, money yeah and it's <laughs> like it's like then it turns into the money conversation and it's like well what do you mean you don't get don't they just pay you? I had a guy message me wanting to know how much I got paid to drive Dell's car and nothing. No, I did passion and smiles because I need to be relevant in order to get, I mean, that one was a freebie, you know, but a lot of, a lot of these people out there don't realize that you, a driver makes their money off of their sponsorship. They take a cut from their sponsorship and then take what's left to race the car. You know, however they've decided to cut up the pie that's fine, you know, whatever percentage. But the general person doesn't know that. The, you know, the general person that you know, say in my next door neighbor, they're like, well, Cameron, like, you're home a lot. How do you like? You got a nice truck, and like, what's going on here? Like, and it's like it paints a different picture, and it's really hard to explain. Like, well, if I, if I had the money, I would be racing, you know. But it's it's a very, you know, most all of these drivers either own a business or have some sort of other job. I mean, yes, there's a handful of them. The Sean Langans, the J.R. Todd's the, you know, those are very lucky and fortunate. It's the Clay Millikins, And I mean, that's what I dream of being one day, but until then you got to have, you got to pay your electric bill somehow, and you're not going to not pay your electric bill so you can go racing. So you have to, so I, I don't know where I'm going with that other than it's just really hard to explain (laughs) people what's going on behind the scenes because they there's so many different factors that people don't factor in like oh well they just think it's like oh well can't somebody just cut you a check and you just go drive for them well yeah but there's really not that many of those opportunities just laying around I wish there was for a lot of drivers not just myself like there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines right now that deserve a chance and deserve a ride you know Krista Baldwin. She obviously she wishes she raced full time. She's raced a hand for she just started this year, you know, but she's only doing what she can afford. She still has to pay her bills too. Look at Jordan Vandergriff. He's not racing. He's a great driver. Great kid. He should be out there too. You know, all of us younger kids, and it's just everybody's oh, flash in the pan, blah, blah, blah. You know, that but we're all out there, we're trying, we're grinding. And if they only knew what it takes to to even be in a fill in seat, like just to beg, borrow, and steal to like you know, beg Dell, hey man, please can I drive your car? You know. It's,
1: it takes takes that cash.
0: Yeah. That at the cash. end of the day, it takes sponsorship or money, you know, which basically is one and the same. So
1: it really is. It yeah. really is. So man.
0: I'm I'm really interested to see what all happens within the next couple of years.
1: So It's the, the land, the sponsorship landscape right now is changing drastically. Yeah. I mean, you, if you don't think that it's changing and the direction and focus is moving, just pick yourself up a sports business journal, go online, Google advertising edge or uh, ad edge. um, Just read any of them. Uh, And you, the way companies are spending their money is changing drastically. Uh, the point that i mean nascar's got a bunch of drivers that are going to be free agents at the end of this season because they're the teams they're moving on from them they gave them a chance they were you know mad to been matt d been Dude. see i screw his name up every time i'm just gonna call him Matty d he's getting ready released from the wood brothers ryan newman's getting released from Roush Fenway. i mean there are drivers out there that are top tier winning drivers that are going to be sitting somewhere else uh, in a, either a lower tier car or out of the sport because simply because of sponsorship dollars and and what those companies want back for their return so um, it's interesting it's interesting it's that time you know we're, we're, we're a couple days away from august it's third quarter starting crazy crazy is just getting crazy it's Absolutely. getting crazy. Absolutely.
0: So. Well, at the end of the day, I hope you and I and a handful of other drivers are, are in the mix when it, when, when the dust settles, you know, there's only, there's only a certain amount of companies in the world, I guess, that are interested in spending the kind of cash that, you know, we need in their ad budgets and you're going to have to give them something for it. That, and it's not I just a sticker on the side of your car. So remember that everybody, what can you do for that?
1: No. And that's, that's absolutely the case. And I mean, I'm just fortunate enough that I can go over and donate blood and plasma and kind of, kind of at go. least pay the entry fees. <laughs> there you go.
0: It's funny. You say. It. I know uh, a guy that actually used to do that all the time.
1: Really? Donate yes. blood and plasma yes. to pay his entry fees.
0: Yes, I do. Nice. I won't name that's that creative, person, but it worked and good for him. We're good good for on. Hell yeah, absolutely. You're helping somebody you're, you're helping save a life. And you're making some side cash. So
1: absolutely. What is wrong with that? There is nothing wrong with that. No. Don't that's... get don't get upset at my side hustle. There you go. Even though everybody gotta have ju- one. Even though they give me a juice box when I'm done. I so saying, I'm and upset. you get cookies <laughs> in a juice box. Heck yeah. I get cookies in a juice box and entry fee money this weekend. Heck there yeah. You go. There uh,
0: you go. You should just be running away. You'll just be walking. Oh. Taking so much out of you. You can't even walk, but Hey, whatever. Got that too, <laughs>
1: That's it. I'm referring, I'm referring all my friends. There you go. All right. I'll be picking up crackheads on the corner, dry- dragging them in there. So I can get my referral fee. Yeah. <laughs> tell a friend. Oh, man. tell. Yeah. Refer a friend, get a needle. Just what else saying. you got for me? Man. I, you know, Hectic couple of weeks racing, traveling, Columbus, then to Topeka, back to back. Taking this week off to go back to Indy, and then back to Topeka for another back to back for the divisional in Heartland Park. Uh, I think it's the Minties Nationals this year. I think uh, oh, that the national event there to be pet food. Pet yeah. food. So um, yeah, so been busy. Always working. Happy that to be racing. Uh, Great for all the companies that stepped up to get our our uh, our engine woes put back together, parts supplied and so forth. Uh, greatly appreciate Cali's and of course the Diamond and Oakley and all those guys because nobody likes to sit on the sidelines. Nobody, including myself. So uh, greatly appreciate that, and we're going to uh, always be working to get better. And uh, I'm going to try to not be an MSD product the next time I. <laughs> Go go out to the racetrack in the multi-step uh, retard division, um, but nonetheless, yeah. And uh, man, I can't believe, dude. It's August. The seasons are halfway over. I mean, we're only a few weeks away. The Olympics are going on. NASCAR is taking a break. Uh, you know, we're getting ready for the the chase. The playoff chase in NASCAR dirt track is just rolling right along wing sprints. The NASCAR guys are all over the country racing for their their two weekends off in a row. So that's kind of cool with the Olympics being in town. Been very interesting uh, or interesting to see where everybody's going, what they're doing, the drivers are doing. A lot of drivers not racing. They're just sitting at home, went on vacations, taking time out with their family and loved ones to try to try to decompress and and. Reinvigorate themselves for the last half of the season. I must say, I did watch some ping pong the other night, and that's legit <laughs> ping pong. There did you go. you see that? It's oh. like they're
0: like playing full on tennis. They stand like twenty feet away from, the, away I from know. the. Table, and they're like going at it like the full like yell and everything when they hit the ball. Like it's uh, nuts. But yeah, yeah. oh, and I, synchronized synchronized platform
1: diving was mind-blowing too okay well so so is this where i'm gonna be the bad guy if i tell you that i've been watching netflix
0: no because that's literally the only two things i've seen i i well i watched skateboarding and surfing too um just i feel like i had to (laughs) um but and i'm really waiting for bmx so um, it actually was last night. We're recording this on Thursday and they started last night. So I got to watch the replay because, but I wanted to wait till jet was awake from a nap to watch it. Cause he'll be all about it. So when do they have golf? Do they have golf? They do. Don't they? I, I thought they had golf. The I don't know. They got place. so many sports now. It's like, I'm like, we did skateboarding and surfing and, and then there was like, what was the one that was equestrian? yeah, horse, art, yeah art, no it was, it was like equestrian like archery or something i'm oh, like miss that or like sharpshooting i don't know, something and i'm like wow like some of these are like pretty like medieval <laughs> it's pretty cool right <laughs> and then there's skateboarding right. like Nigel yeah, houston's PM out there in a full body tat suit you know doing his thing going uh, for gold but yeah i hear you i hear you anyway that's our Olympics support uh, here on Racers and Rental Cars. <laughs> um, tune back next week to see how the, the BMX team did.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And, eh, sorry. To, I, I apologize uh, for not to, I, I The only I, it's bad. You know, I, I think I got turned off by the Olympics with the whole uh, spectator in attendance. And so, yeah, it's kind of weird. On.
0: I feel like yeah, I'm spectating for a, them when I watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that kind of got to yell at the TV a little more. Yeah, that kind of made me. I was like, eh, uh, but nonetheless, uh, great to hear. You, you I for me, really, this week, um, the whole deal with the uh, USA gymnast Simone and her mental health and coming out and and everything, and some of the things that people were saying, um, kind of kind of leads me into the the topic that we're going to close out the show with that, that sometimes people can just not help themselves. (laughs) They just, they just don't know when to stop talking and what they're saying is so self indulgent, right? It becomes the me, 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 me. I I'm going to say these things because I want attention on me. Everything is about me. I'm not worried about anyone else uh, or the perception of how I look, if you will, and, or, and what people hear about. I, I just, um, man, it's just, it's bothersome, right? It's like you, you want to just carry around a mirror when people start acting out. You just want to stick the mirror in front of them and say, you know, here you go. Take a look. And don't get me wrong, we all have moments like if we've had beverages or you know something just truly doesn't go our way and we kind of fly off with a firecracker fuse being lit. I mean, that happens, you right? And and none of us are immune to those moments. I mean, we've seen you cam dance with the lampshade on your head. We we get it. We understand those those happen. Um but Did you say you know, I, I pictures? think Dude, they, uh, I'm not going to let them make it out on social media. I, I care too much about you. Appreciate um, that, Clark. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, but So what I want to talk about is, is, is sportsmanship from a human side and that we are all competitive, right? If, we're, if you're listening to this show right now, you hold on to a steering wheel. Because you want to win. And and I would also probably caution it and follow it up with the same side of, you're probably willing to win at all costs. Uh, what's the phrase? I'd wreck my mom to, to get to the checkers. Uh, although that's a tongue-in-cheek comment, there's still... Let's just say there's still sportsmanship and gentleman approach in our sport. There, there's just there's certain things that, at certain levels of sports and motorsports, that are just really. Let's just say bush league. We'll we'll say that we'll say they're bush league, um, manipulation of rules and outcomes, because you can. Uh, they, I, that that's typically the one uh, that comes to mind a lot, you know, and I, and I say that from a standpoint of whether you're the, the multi-time wheel flicker, uh bulb flicker person. Um, <laughs> if you're involved in the, the quote unquote house car program for big money bracket racing. Um, if you're, you know, you're the guy that goes and manipulates the car count in an event to change it from a four, round, a five round race to a four round race. At some point, I hope you realize that whichever category you fall in, you've, you've tarnished not only you as a person, but you've also tarnished whatever it is that you're involved with. Because if you think that people are immune or oblivious to what you did, And and truly, you think that it's okay to do it. Again, I challenge you that if you own a company or you have kids and your employees or your kids did something of that nature, how you would feel and how you would react. Because you were executing, your perception or perspective is different than if somebody was executing it against you and your position of how you would act then becomes disrespectful, tarnishing of a position moving forward. And it, it really, at this point in our competitive world, when you are doing things like that, you're not just hurting. Let's say, the outcome that you're manipulating, but you're hurting a class, a sport, a division, your reputation, and in one way, shape, or form, probably your own family, or or loved ones around you that might truly care about you. So, uh, it's bad, and it seems like I've seen over the course of the last few months it getting worse and worse and worse at every level, whether it's bracket racing, national events, divisionals, whatever the case may be. It just seems like the moral compass has had the arrow like twisted in a U shape. (laughs) And it's just not good. And, and I have no problem having a conversation about it with anyone because I can tell you right now, you're not going to – being somebody that manipulates an outcome, that's not good for you because people aren't going to forget. And you're going to tarnish how, however the outcome comes. So um, bad deal, uh, really bad deal. Not – I mean, it. I I think I was more from the side of I can't believe that happened. Um, but then I go, yeah, I can, (laughs) because it seems like that's the way the world's going. The world is all about the me environment and not the betterment of humanity or other humans or, or your neighbor or your friend or your circle. Um, and it's just, it's a bad, bad deal. It's a bad deal. And, and the thing, and then I'm I'm gonna quit rambling because I know we got we got stuff to do, both of us do. I think the biggest thing to take away from it, and I've shared it with other people, your actions will always speak louder and louder than words when it comes to the evidence and the facts for justification. So if you did something, it does not matter how you come back and try to justify it verbally, you've already done it. There's nothing that you can say to change anybody's perception of it. Your actions will always speak louder than words. I'll buy that Good for a or bad. Good or bad. So um, Don's rant's over. Thank you, Reverend Don. I, hey. I'll pass the plate along because hey, we all got bills to pay. Nonetheless, uh, <laughs> I hope—I I just hope that people will will sit back because you know we got junior dragster kids and stuff, and and who's training them? Parents, their parents are training them on how to act. You know how to how to carry themselves. How hey to, man,
0: sometimes juniors are worse than little league baseball? I have seen uh, firsthand,
1: <laughs> right? And that's what I'm saying. And, and the so, kids are like over there going like, "What are our parents doing?" Right. That's exactly right. And so, you know, we have to have some ownership. There's got to be some dang ownership into your actions now. And if you're that guy or gal, right, that says, you know what? I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm going to do this and this is how I'm going to act. And if you don't like it, well, that's fine. I applaud you for taking that position. But when the other shoe drops on you, zip it. And move out because you chose your island. We're all just out here in a boat circling in this mud, trying to figure out whether or not we want to rescue you. That's all. That that's it. <laughs> it's like that's it. So, nice. um, yeah. That being said, um, what's that new hashtag? If you know, you know.
0: If you don't, no. Now you know. No, there <laughs> it is.
1: From racers and rental cars.
0: And Don's just going to walk, drop them.
1: By. <laughs> He's just going to leave after that. Not even like a goodbye. Nothing. <laughs> no, absolutely. Again, thanks everybody for tuning in. We apologize that we had uh, two weeks off and uh, hopefully we'll try not to have two more weeks off. Although it's a very strong possibility uh, that the next 12 weeks are going to be very hectic for Cameron and myself. So we hope that you will hang in there. And uh, if we offended you, If I touched a nerve, send me a hate mail at racers and rental cars. I'm gonna be on the road a lot in the next six weeks. I want to read them. And if you and if you've got an opinion about manipulation of round racing and so forth, I want to know. I want to know. Give me, hey, go ahead. Try to convince me. Prove me I'm wrong That, that it's okay to do it, that you're okay with it happening to you. Cause I know there's a handful of individuals out there that ain't cool with it. And I consider them very, very high professionals. Um, it, it, so, uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. I hope everybody has a great weekend. It's August. OMG. SEMA and PRI are right around the corner. Man, sure. can't believe Can't believe it. It's going by. Camp, give my best to Angie and there the you. kids. And uh, I will chat with you next week.
0: All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks everyone for sticking with us. I mean, I know we don't, uh, we don't really have seasons on this show, so sometimes we take hiatuses. I know we talk about that a lot, but these past few weeks have been that hiatus. So, but I do, before I go, I do want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Mr. Joe Costello from WFO radio. He also has a podcast. He's been on our show. He is also one of the head announcers for the NHRA national events, and he was giving us some very nice racers and rental cars shout outs during oil downs and things like that for fans to, to listen to our show. So we really appreciate that. Thank you, Joe. And yeah, if you're listening to this show and you haven't listened to Joe's show, check his out as well. WFO radio. So aside from that, thank you to uh, yeah. All the, all the people RacersandRentalcars.com. Get yourself some apparel. There's still some stuff on there. NGK, NTK, K and N we appreciate you. Ireland Park Topeka, keep up the good work. And yeah, we'll see what else we can sponsor one of these days when we get 850. So, see you. Some brands choose to buy recognition. NGK would rather work for a living. Time after time, track after track, season after season. The engines that continually propel NHRA teams to victory often rely on NGK spark
1: plugs. From factory stock cars to the top fuel class, we put our name on the line. And when we finish first, which happens a lot, we go back to work. Why? Because sometimes recognition can come with a price, but actions always speak louder than words.
0: We earn it. We own it. That's what matters to us. NGK Spark Plugs since 1936. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, KN Air Filters, Manscape.com, CBDMD. Motion Raceworks and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We pre- they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.